Welcome to Shorties, a short true crime story. I just saw that Amber Heard is guilty. Oh, you just read I that? just read that in a meme, yeah. a Dr. Gray Fang meme. Well, they they both won. He won technically, but she also won a little. She won a little bit? A little bit. What'd she get? She got two mil. Jeez. Yeah. What? You, so, you know what? Okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm sick by of these the, people. I'm sick of toxic people, man. I'm not giving time, them any more airtime. By the time this comes out, it'll be uh, old news. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just saw the first meme for it, so yeah. it's new to me. Yeah. All right. Well, hello. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I have a um, very rare sort of story that we don't really come across a lot. It's like the whole husband did it thing. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard even heard of one of those. Anything like that. I know. That's why I thought I should cover it. Raise yes. awareness. Just like uh, change things up a little bit. Your spouse can kill you too. Who? It's not just strangers. Who knew? <laughs> Who would have known? What a novel idea. Well, let me just dive in. Yeah, dive in. Just dive just dive in the wee hours of the morning on april 28th 2018 melanie addy saw police lights outside of her house a loud knock on the front door followed standing there were a couple of police officers who were about to flip her world upside down her husband of 23 years james addy had a fiance and that fiance had just been murdered oh my god you imagine? Oh She's God. like, wait, wow, wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> Still stuck on the first one. I, I can't. That would, uh, yeah, terrible. Fifty-six-year-old James Addy had been in a relationship with thirty-five-year-old Molly Watson for seven years. Molly was found dead just two days before they were supposed to get married. The married guy. The married guy. He wow. was with Molly for seven years while also being married to another woman for 23 years. Wow. <laughs> Molly's body was found on a rural road in Monroe County, Missouri, killed by a single gunshot to the back of the head. While the seven-year relationship was occurring, James Addy had been married to Melanie. They had two children together, a daughter named Emma and a son named Ben. Melanie recalled that James got off work as a corrections officer every single day at 3 p.m. He never came home before 5 p.m., and it was an ongoing fight between the couple. Melanie would question him about his whereabouts, and he refused to tell her every single time. Even though this was the case, Melanie said that she never suspected that her husband was having an affair. And for those listening, that is the sign. Look no further. (laughs) Your husband is not telling you where he is for those two hours every single day after work, and you're just like, well, (laughs) never saw it coming. Yeah, that's a pretty big uh, indication of... uh you're allowed to have free time as a husband. That's not what I'm saying. It's more of the like constant aversion of the truth. Yeah. James also started going off on trips that she was never invited to. No. I know. Uh, so, <laughs> no. no, I, no. Know. <laughs> uh, I barely started responding. You're like, no, I know. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Trust me. <laughs> and the worst part is it was a supposed work trip to Florida. Um, and then there was a boys trip to Mexico. Melanie did not know any of the men that were going on this trip, but she thought nothing of it because her husband wouldn't introduce her to his work friends. Oh my God. And like the last thing I ever want to do is criticize someone who just like wanted to see the best in people. That's, you know, that's amazing. That's endearing. It's very cute. But if your man refuses to tell you where he did, 
Where he done gone? Where he done gone? <laughs> Where he done gone? Who he be friends with? If your man is a corrections officer and he, ne- <laughs> I can't even speak. <laughs> you get all if your man, <laughs> if your man is a corrections officer and he says that he needs to go on a work trip in Florida, I can't even think about. Then that. your man is also someone else's man. I'm sorry, that is brutal. He he works at a jail. Oh my! Why God. does he have to go to? F- what work that does yeah yeah and i like i sent you a meme today like literally a couple hours ago that said if you can smell the fabric softener on his clothes then he's in a relationship (laughs) (laughs) and i guess this is when i was diving into all the signs of cheating this is no longer a murder podcast (laughs) (laughs) this is a honest triggered moment so we're gonna dissect your biggest (laughs) (laughs) oh my god anyways Melanie recalled April 27th, 2018, being like most days. She said her husband was being totally normal and acted like he always did. Around 7 p.m., he, a giant sketchy man. (laughs) (laughs) Everything was extremely suspicious, but that was normal. But that was normal for him. Around 7 p.m., he walked into the living room and informed her that he was going over to a friend's house. Most likely a friend she had never heard of. Probably a work friend. Melanie thought nothing of it and didn't wait up for him that night. Around 2 a.m., she woke up to the loud sound of her husband snoring next to her. Whenever his snoring woke her up, she would move to the couch to sleep, and that's exactly what she did that night. <laughs> like, this yeah, man cheats what? and he snores. And Get she, out of here, loser. <laughs> and she goes to the couch? Kick that's, his ass to the couch. That's all you need to know. Yeah. And I and I wrote down like with a little asterisk. If you snore in a relationship with me, you better be on your best behavior. Like you don't get oh, two oh, passes. No, no, that's a that's a difficult thing. I I'll, I'll give it to you because you can't control it. But it, you, but you, you better check all the other yeah. boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Only thirty minutes after moving from the bed to the couch, she saw the police lights in front of her house. When Melanie first found out about the affair, she recalled all the times that James would ridicule her for not being the way a wife should supposedly be. Oh, he's, oh. Yeah. So he's one of the, oh, He's okay. one of those. Yeah, he's one okay. of those. A few weeks after he was arrested, she filed for divorce. She stated, he had always been very hard on me about how a wife should act and how life should be. And then he did this. He had an affair and that's okay. No, we're done. Hell yeah, girl. Yeah, hell Yeah. <laughs> She searched their house top to bottom, looking for any evidence of the affair. All she found were photos of James and Molly together on a trip to Disney World in their garage. Disney World is in Florida, for those that don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Molly's phone was found at the scene of the murder and promptly searched. The search history on her phone revealed that she had just been Google searching Melanie Addy's obituary. So she had just... So right before being murdered she was looking for the wife of her fiance oh i got the girls mixed their, up their name yeah molly oh. watson is one that was murdered she's the uh the other woman and then melanie addy is james addy's wife man how does he not mess their names up? I, molly and i had and a hard Mel- time wow you know how i am i change names throughout the story like five times and yeah. you have to be like did you not did you mean this did you mean that so it was it was tough i, I double checked yeah a man named Glenn McSparron was driving home from his mother's house in Monroe County, Missouri, when he saw a car parked on the side of the road. This gravel road is pitch black and surrounded by woods, very dark. But as he got closer to the car, his headlights came over a body that was lying in the road. He immediately parked his car and jumped out so that he could feel for a pulse. When he called 911, he knew that she was already dead. 
Molly was still wearing her engagement ring and her marriage license was found in the car. Their certificate listed James Addy as her fiance. Molly had been in a serious relationship with a woman named Amber, Amber, (laughs) named Amber Braddy. Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, she was in a relationship with a woman? Had been. So wait. In the past. In the past. Molly had been in a serious relationship with a woman named Amber Brady when she met James Addy. She had just gotten a job at Moberly Area Correctional Center when she met James, and he was there working as a corrections officer at the prison. Amber found out that Molly and James were having an affair when she caught them together at a motel, and they had been living together. They were very serious. They were a long-term relationship. She was absolutely devastated, Um, but Molly had fallen head over heels for James. Even though her family could see how in love she was, they had a bad feeling about James from day one. Her brother, Tim Watson, said, He could never look you in the eye. He could never talk to you directly. Everything was very evasive with him. He put off bad vibes to everybody. Their wedding planner, Sam Cohen, stated, There was a lot... This is so so bad. I laughed really hard at this quote. and I'm I'm trying to... This is their wedding planner? Yeah. There was a lot of burgundy and a lot of gold. (laughs) It kind of reminded me of a Renaissance kind of themed wedding. From Molly's perspective, it was going to be a beautiful wedding. like she did not like the theme <laughs> it was like supposedly like and I'm, i don't mean to be mean because i know a lot of people love disney but these were the, these people had a disney renaissance themed wedding oh my god <laughs> and i just love the from molly's perspective it was going to be beautiful <laughs> and i why i the fact that the wedding planner is being interviewed about this and then she has to just jab the design that never of the deceased is, yeah like what why are you even doing that she's like i need people to know that this is going to be in my book and it's not a representation of my taste no. she recalled james being quiet and not very enthusiastic about the wedding planning but she figured he was just a typical groom that was along for the ride and willing to do whatever his bride wanted Two days before Molly was murdered, she and James met Mark Price, the Randolph County Recorder of Deeds, so that they could receive their marriage license. He recalled James acting very irritated by some of the questions. When he asked about a previous marriage and how it ended, he asked him why he would even need to know this information. Uh, he cl- <laughs> Why not, though? You have to, but you have to... I think in any state that you get married, you have to list whether or not you have been married. Of course, these were completely like run of the mill questions, but he was, he was furious. Why do you have to know that? Why would you need to know that? So he claimed that he and his wife, Melanie had gotten a divorce and afterwards she had gotten into a terrible car accident. She was removed from life support and passed away. He even repeatedly used her supposed funeral arrangements as an excuse to get out of wedding preparation meetings. So he's claiming that this happened that recently? Which is why I think she was searching for the obituary. So if it were to have just happened, then she'd be able to find it easy peasy, but it's yeah. nowhere to be found. And he has two kids. So did he claim that he didn't have kids? There it was never any mention of children. Whoa. He's just a full-blown psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a full-blown liar. Yeah. James Addy didn't take the stand at his trial. Instead, he chose to read a statement during a sentencing. His statement was ultimately a love letter to the woman that he had just murdered. Uh, What? During his trial, Molly's son Declan shared photos of himself with his mom. He spoke about how smart and amazing she was, how she always made the right decision, and that the only real wrong decision that she ever made was trusting and believing James Addy. 
James led a double life and convinced his fiance that his ex was dead. When the story didn't add up, she confronted him. Their wedding in two days would have been illegal because he still was very much married. Instead of his deception being exposed, he murdered Molly Watson. The bullet that was lodged in Molly's skull, as well as the empty ammunition box that was found at the scene, matched the brand of ammunition that was found in James Addy's home. During his closing argument, a prosecutor said, The defendant was a coward when Molly was alive, and he couldn't tell her the truth, and he was the coward when he couldn't look her in the eye when he killed her. There actually wasn't very much physical evidence other than the ammunition matching up that like linked James to the crime to begin with. But after only two and a half hours, the jury reached their verdict. He was convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. He maintains his innocence to this day and has been working very hard to appeal his conviction. His now ex-wife Melanie testified against James and stated, he was a pretty selfish person. He could be controlling and intimidating. It could be challenging. It just seemed like something that he would do to fix a problem. And that is the story of Molly Watson. Wow, what a piece of shit. He just I mean, couldn't do anything right. Literally nothing. <laughs> I'm surprised. He's, it seems like he has all the makings for a family annihilator. So the fact that I he agree with to that. kill her instead it almost surprises me a little bit. But I could... Yeah, I th- it, it, for him, it kind of seemed like it wasn't really well thought out. Like he probably left the house to go see her two days before the wedding. Probably couldn't see yeah. her the next day because, you know, the whole like day before policy. Yeah. And then she came with, you know, came to him with the the fact that she could not find this supposed obituary. Yeah. And then he realized that it would be illegal for them to get married, you know, two days later. Yeah. And then she probably threatened to, you know, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to go to her. I'm going to, you know, expose what kind of person you are. And then he murdered her. I could see that versus killing the whole family. Like it, like she, like Melanie, the wife said, it was just something to fix a problem. Yeah. And I know that like, this is so like, it's an insignificant thing compared to everything else, but just even using the fact that you have to, you can't financially cover certain aspects of your wedding. You can't go to certain meetings because you're covering the funeral costs and the planning for your ex-wife's funeral. It's just like the, it's the constant lying that scares the crap out of me. It's not just the, she died. So she's no longer in the picture thing. It's, it's the ever so present. The fact that he didn't claim that she didn't die like 20 years ago Mm -mm. or something. Like that's what I thought he was going to go with was like, Oh, just so long ago. I don't want to talk about it, but it's like, he made it very recent. Yeah. And I really don't want this to come off judgmental. And I know that it's going to come off that way because it is Um, (laughs) judgmental (laughs) because it is really judgmental, but just like, how did she not question what her husband was doing for all these years for seven years? He's in a relationship with this other person. I just can't fathom not questioning that. And I get that they have two kids. So, you know, your life becomes more chaotic. You've got Mm -hmm. distractions and all that stuff. I also understand that there's a lot of couples who just coexist and they're, they're not, necessarily close to each other they don't necessarily communicate and there's there's lots of different types of relationships that are so different from the one that I'm in so that like the idea of going seven years without knowing that my partner has another of. partner it that will never happen in my life because no it, it, that of, could happen for one day and you'd be like you're being off yeah something's, something's weird something's really weird <laughs> you've been weird for the last hour <laughs> but the thing is is like the something I have found um in my 30 years is there is an entire demographic of people that is shocked by cheating. 
like they don't think that affairs are even in the realm of possibility in their lives. They yep. think, you know, oh, we're not in a big city like LA or, you know, my husband works at the bank or, you know, I'm a school, you know, a, a first grade teacher. It's like yeah. they don't think that there's going to be scandal that will ever enter into their lives. Whereas someone like me thinks it's inevitable, like it's a, it, which is on the very opposite of the spectrum. So someone like her, she just doesn't, she's like, well, we, you know, set our vows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we promise to be faithful. Therefore we always will be. We have a family. We have a whole life. That's it's not so pure happen. and sweet, but it's not the way it is. No. That's and so sad. He took advantage of that. He took advantage of her trust and like that just disgusts me. It's awful. Yeah. Well, that's my story for the day. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. I Love you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you enjoy listening. We owe everything to the many journalists, authors, filmmakers, psychiatrists, and psychologists whose extensive work and expertise we pulled from to share this episode with you. To view detailed source material, as well as content from today, please visit us on Instagram and TikTok at Shorty's Podcast. We really love doing this show, and if you'd like to help with the continued creation of it, you can support by donating to our Patreon, patreon.com slash shorties podcast this episode was hosted by ashley brumley johnson and anna katharina